after he gets that puck from Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah, Dahlin moves the puck. Eichel eats up the ice. He takes another look over, and look at Reinhardt going hard to the net around David Savard. That is a spectacular power play goal off the rush, and it all started with awareness from two key guys, Eichel and Dahlin. What's up, everybody? This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast. I am Joe, and as always, I am joined alongside Luke. How are oh, you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh... You know, there's always stuff that I want to say going into this, but now that we're on the air, I, I, it, I've drawn a blank. Like, there's stuff I want to rant about. What did I tell you I want to rant about? Justin Bailey. Justin Bailey. Okay, yeah, that'll come later, but I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a week until hockey season. It is. Seven days until the home opener. I, I will be attending my first ever home opener. I'm stoked Me for too. That. I you, am, all you'll be there. Yes, I'll be there. Section... One seventeen, okay. row five. I'm uh, three. Center ice. I'm three something, but we'll have to meet up at yes. some point. We'll, 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 we'll intermingle. I'm, I'm sure gonna get something. some wings with my buddy before, hopefully. So I'm, I'm really excited. They're doing a t-shirt, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. I saw the t-shirt. Oh, you did? I think so. I, Does it look I, cool? No, no. It just says, like Sabers home opener, something stupid like that. Is it like last year's? I think so. Oh well, I like that design. Is it yellow? I'm not sure. I think I saw it. Well, hey, unless I was, must could have been in the dream. Who knows? It's but, a free T-shirt. Yes, you know? free T-shirts, a free mm-hmm. T-shirt, mm-hmm. whatever. But we want to start off on a light note here. So the Flyers announced their new mascot, which pretty surprising that the historic franchise like the Philadelphia Flyers waited this long in their team's history to yeah. unveil their team's mascot. Finally, has one. And his name is Gritty, and he looks like something straight out of a child's nightmare. Yes, yes, folks. I'm sorry, but the the rumors are true. UP has indeed turned to crack, and that is uh, quite unfortunate. And he has changed sides. The beloved Montreal Canadiens and former Montreal Expos mascot has now uh, gone down a dark path and has switched allegiances to the Philadelphia Flyers. Yuppie was the Expos mascot? He was. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they shared one. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Yuppie's just the cutest guy, but Gritty looks like a he looks like a Sesame Street character. Yes, he is does. it a he? Is it a he? Or is I would it, assume is it just that a Gritty. I would assume it's a he, but Gritty he looks like uh, animal on LSD from from the Muppets. It's it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. I I, I like it. I think. But you look at the new mascots that are coming out. Hunter Edmonton's Victor mascot. Victor E. Green in Dallas. Edmonton's mascot looks terrifying as well. I like that one though. I no, could, there's a picture of it like holding up its shirt, its jersey. And it's, ripped. <laughs> it's ripped. It's ripped. Why? It's jacked. Why does your mascot need to be jacked? <laughs> like why your mascot they... is for your younger fans? Yeah. If like I'm thinking back <laughs> to when I was like ten and I'm going to Sabres games and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. If I'm a ten year old Flyers fan and I'm going to see. The Flyers play the Sabres one night, and I'm like, oh, are, do you imagine these little kids saying, oh, I can't wait to see Gritty. Oh, Gritty. Gritty. No, they're terrified Gritty. of Gritty. Gritty's going <laughs> to kidnap you and lock you in, in your basement. Like, no. Yeah. 
it's terrifying. You're just, like, oh my god. And I don't. I shudder to think about what's underneath Gritty's jersey. <laughs> he lifts it's that up. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Who? What other teams don't have a mascot? No. Let me. Think. I think. I think the Flyers and Oilers are one of the only few teams that don't have a mascot. Stars have one now. Uh, what's the Hurricanes? Hurricane. Oh, it's like a dog. It's like a wildcat looking. Yeah. No, I think it's a pig. No, it's a pig. Ugh. Hold on. Look, we're gonna look. We're gonna look these. it up. We're gonna look. We at need to NHL rank the mascots. mascots one day. Yes. That would be fun. A mascot tournament. NHL mascots. I think that the Sabers do indeed though have the best mascot. Saber too. He's a great. See, mascot. I think that. But then I remember. Ah, oh, Carlton the polar bear exists. And mm-hmm. He's adorable. Yes. And, uh, you know. Okay, uh, I'm bringing up a list right now. The hockey news, January 2018. Oh, yeah, here we go. Ranked the mascots. Here we go. Uh, if my computer will load. So we got Bailey from the LA Kings. What a great mascot Bailey is. A nice royal lion there. Number one on this list. Mm-hmm. And then you have Wild Wing, Anaheim's mascot. That's a great mascot, too. Can't be, can't go wrong there. SJ Star- Sharky. Good one. Uh, Iceberg, the Penguins mascot. <laughs> See, like, one thing all these mascots have in common, they're not terrifying. Yeah. For one. Nash. Nash is with a very G. cool. Nashville's. Harvey the Hound. Harvey the Hound. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's shirtless. Yes. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that one. Uh, you got there you go. Mickey Moose. Mickey Moose. Mickey Moose. Winnipeg. Slapshot. Oh, I love Washington's That's as American mascot. as you get. Yes. And then you got Blade the Bru- Blades of the Bruin. It's not bad. They could have done better. Uh, Finn the Whale, Vancouver. Yeah. Of course, you got Yuppie. Yuppie. Yuppie at number eleven. Oh, I mm, no. Way. I don't. I don't like Vegas's mascot. No. No. Chance the Gila Monster. Chance the Gila Monster. New Jersey NJ Devil. Yes. With it's CM not terrifying. Punk? Not terrifying, but yes. Spartacat. I like Spartacat. With everything that, fine. that's wrong with the Ottawa Senators, Spartacat's okay. Spartacat is probably one of the only good things that the Ottawa Senators have going at Spartacat. the moment. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. We didn't think that there was going to be anything to rant about for Ottawa this week, but oh, we'll but get into that They've later. done something else. Yes. Remember the how many days have we gone without making a mistake counter? <laughs> uh, about four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. about four, so... That resets. And then we got Sabretooth. There's my man. Sitting at number 15. Great photo. Howler. Gotta love Howler. Yeah. Especially after watching all those Coyotes games during the tank. Howler became a fan favorite for me. Stinger at 17. The Blue Jackets mascot. I don't like that one. He looks like a big booger. <laughs> yes, that's true. Oh, Blackhawks. You're at number 18. Tommy Hawk. Tommy Hawk. And then you got Victor E. Rat and Stanley C. Panther. I didn't know the Panthers had two mascots. I thought they just had the Panthers. So you're telling me the Stars stole the Victor E. thing? I guess so. Of course, they stole Stanley Cup, too. Carlton the Bear. Yeah. 20. Wow. He was on The Price is Right? I guess so. Nice. Must have been a long time ago. Thunderbug, Tampa Bay. I don't like it. I don't like that. Not a fan. Sparky the Dragon, New York Islanders. No. We encourage you to look at this list too because yeah. Hunter the Lynx. I like the it. ripped Lynx. Yeah, he's terrifying. Like, why? What does a Lynx have to do with the Edmonton Oilers? I don't understand. I, or do, does Edmonton have Lynx? In Alberta the wild must there? have some crazy wildlife. Like when I think of a Lynx, I'm thinking like, I don't, where where are Lynx even from? 
Hold on. Maybe they got I think it like in this Mississippi. The most frightening mascot in pro sports. It looks like it's ready to eat children at all times. A hilariously disturbing misfire. That is the description for Hunter. And then we got Nordy from the Minnesota Wild. It's boring. Uh, no. Louie the Bear. St. Louis. Another bear. Boring. Yeah. And then we got oh, Bernie yes. the St. Bernard yes. for the Colorado Avalanche. Yes. Oh, here's the pig. Stormy. Stormy the pig for the Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes. Victor E. Green. Wow, why is he so low? Victor E. Green, he's okay. They straight up copied the Philly Fanatics. Yes. Oh, the Red Wings, they just have Al the Octopus. That's, that's their mascot? Are you kidding me? He's made out of rubber. Yeah. He's not even a mascot. He's just, that's that just a prop. Count. That's a prop. The Red Wings do not have a mascot. Okay. So that means there's so there's 20, teams. 29 teams on this list. And so there's got to be one more team that doesn't have a mascot. mascot. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Well, the Flyers aren't on there yet. Yeah, the Flyers so aren't on there, so that would make one 30. Team, so there's one man. team out there that does not have a mascot. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it'll come to us, but we'll, we'll get into we'll, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into yeah. what else we had on the docket here. But Gritty, uh, I wonder how long he'll last because he has been a very polarizing figure. He'll last on Sabres on hockey Twitter. Most this past few days. Most controversial mascots don't get removed. Canned. It, it would t- it would take a while. You would think that the Flyers would have a bird. Is our mascot? Yeah, yeah. So like a cute, or like a pilot, cute little bird. Yeah, or a pilot. Yeah. But no, they decide to go for the type of mascot that will eat your children. So, yeah. Anyways, injury update. Sabers, of course, start one week from today, next Thursday, and Johan Larson. Of course, the Sabers faced the Penguins yesterday, and they got throttled. What throttled. was it? Seven to one. Five one. Five one. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Larson, I don't know what injury he sustained, but he left the game and did not return. So I'm assuming you're looking at day-to-day, week-to-week there. Zach Bogosian, lower body injury. This is not a broken record. Do not <laughs> adjust your, your, uh, your SoundCloud app. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything because... Yeah, he might roast yeah. us. Yada, yada, Bogosian doesn't, Bogosian doesn't like when people make fun of him for injuries. Yeah, well, you know... I mean, <laughs> you wish you could say something, but it's not viewed as polite. So. Yeah. Yeah, lower body, day-to-day, I'm sure it'll re-aggravate itself and last the whole entire season like every mm-hmm. other lower body injury that Bogosian sustains. Wrist line, a slight upper body injury. That's day-to-day. should be at practice today. Sean Malone, a knee injury, five to, yeah, five to six weeks. Connor Sherry, upper body injury, week-to-week. He might even practice today. And Matt Hunwick, out indefinitely with a neck injury. And we said, I said last week, I think this is fake, and he <laughs> is out vacationing on Roby Dye Island. <laughs> on vacation, um, yeah, I, I, have completely forgotten we had Sherry now, mm-hmm. Sherry, because Matt, Hunwick. Matt yeah, Matt. Know Hunwick. what number Matt Hunwick is wearing? Number forty-eight. No. Yes. No. Yes. Get that off him and put it in the rafters again. He'll never wear number 48 because he'll be out on Robita Island for the rest of the I'm not Sabre ready to career. see another Sabre wearing 48. Will Carrier wore 48. He did. Yeah. That's right. I wonder if he would have switched. No, because he wore his, his real number is 28, but we still have some experience I don't want to see it again. You know what? Reason. As long as nobody ever wears number 30 again, mm, then I'm fine. I don't know. 
I'm fine. I don't know. I don't think that Ryan Miller deserves the... <gasps> the Let's un, not go there. The, un, the unofficial jersey retirement. Because remember, Neuverth wore... He was supposed to wear 30, and then the fans had an out, were outraged Good. because it was too soon. You, I thought Molson wearing 26 was too soon, mm-hmm. right after Vanek. Mm-hmm. Neuverth wearing 30, literally days after Ryan Miller was traded, was too Slap soon. But, but now, it's been how long has it been since Miller was traded? Five, six years? Yeah. It's been a, lot, a while, so I don't think I don't think it's a big deal. I don't want to hear about and it. And remember, like... People still wore 7, 14 when, before uh, Robert and right. Martin's numbers are retired. If it's not on the no-touch list for them, I think Miller, like, who cares? Who cares? We're 30. If they ever retire the number, which they shouldn't. Oh. They have too many retired numbers as it is. Oh, well, we're not the Canadians, you know. They do. They Good numbers are retired. How many numbers do they, they have? afford it. I don't think so. The only seven, no- I've 11, said 14. it before. The only numbers that should be retired are eleven and thirty-nine. That's it. Those two are two is retired. Two should not be retired. They need to have a ring of honor or something where you just honor the names, because yeah. like with all due respect to Tim Horton, he was here for how long? Two years. Two years. You don't get. I yeah. I understand what happened to Tim Horton while he was here, but he shouldn't in, retire he, the guy's he's number. He's in the room with us right now. I gotta tell yes. you that right here, right in my hand. Yes, yeah, like oh Tim Hortons, but I don't think his number should be retired. No, it was a nice gesture. Yeah, nice gesture. Like the statue outside, that's a good. That's mm-hmm. good. You don't have to retire the guy's number. Although two is not and the best. We're gonna number, piss a lot of people off. I don't this care. Episode. <laughs> I don't care. But having t- for a team that has never won the Stanley Cup and has barely had any success in their franchise's history to have. Like six, seven numbers retired is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Come on. But anyways, mm-hmm. Saber started trimming down the roster. Yes, this week, quite a few names being sent down to Rochester. <clears throat> Matt Molson was waived to no surprise, was yeah. unclaimed, and he's on loan to the Ontario Reign in the AHL. He will never play a game in Buffalo or Rochester this year. The boogeyman is gone. I'd be very surprised unless he is like lighting up the AHL and they have a glut of injuries and they have to bring someone up. But I give that like a 2% chance. Yeah. Eric Cornell, Vasily Glotov, Kevin Porter, Zach Redmond, Devontae Stevens, Tyler Randall, Michael Hauser, and Adam Wilcox. The first set players sent down. No surprises there, right? Right. Tyler Randall is a big goonie guy. I didn't really realize that, but uh, he got into a fight. Yeah, and they both took the helmets off. Yeah. And the referees didn't even jump in, didn't even give them an extra minor penalty. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then the next set of cuts, that was yesterday. Five players going down. C.J. Smith, uh, Danny O'Regan, Jonas Johansson, Andrew Ogilvy, and Kyle Criscolo. Criscolo has to go through waivers. It's 8-19 at the time we're recording this right now, so we won't know. If Chris Colo passes through, but I would assume he'll that pass. he'll pass. Yeah, he'll pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Detroit wants to take mm. him back. Who knows? Mm, I would imagine that Detroit didn't want to. I could have sworn him. he was a Penguin. I thought that's no, where I remember. He was his name an from. undrafted free agent. Went to Harvard. Mm. Signed an AHL deal with Grand Rapids, and I, yeah, won the Calder Cup, and then signed a two-year deal at Buffalo. Smart a couple cookie. years ago. Yep. 
So, surprise for me, C.J. Smith. I thought Smith, with the Sherry injury, would have made the opening that roster. But I just, I guess they want to give Bailey and Baptiste a longer look, which makes sense. I understand, because Smith doesn't have to go through waivers, and some of these other guys do. But this is not the last we've seen of C.J. Smith. No, and he, I'm sure he'll be one of the first called up. Should be. I had predicted this, though. I, never, I didn't think he'd be on the day one roster. I didn't think he would be on the opening night roster until Sherry was injured. Mm-hmm. I thought that he would be able to step into a top nine role, especially on the left wing. Well, maybe this is good contribute. news for Sherry. Maybe he's yeah, on the right track. He's, I thought I saw yesterday that Sherry's supposed to be at practice today, or might mm-hmm. be at practice. But yeah, I thought Smith was good. Smith was really good last preseason when he was healthy in Rochester last year. He was probably one of their best players, was one of the leaders in AHL rookie scoring before he got hurt. So I really like him. He was probably one of Tim Murray's best signings, him and Evan Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because his best signings were undrafted free agents. Tim Murray should go be like an athletic director for (laughs) an athletic director at a local high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, like is now a good time to talk about Justin Bailey and what I want to say? Oh, I want I want to touch on Andrew okay. Ogilvy first. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've really liked what I've seen. He looked really good. Yes, mm-hmm. in the couple preseason games that I saw, the one in Toronto specifically scored a few seconds into the game. Mm-hmm. I've really liked what I've seen of him. I've because he played at Notre Dame. I was watching Cal Peterson for the longest time, and he was playing, and he always impressed me. Every yeah. single time I watched a Notre Dame game, Andrew Ogilvy stuck out stuck out at me. And I remember Steve, Steve at the Charging mm-hmm. Buffalo. He yeah. asked me if they could still draft Ogilvy, and he was still old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd sign him. I would sign him today. Mm-hmm. And then one, it was like one or two years later, the Sabres signed him. I was surprised, but it was, I can't remember if he was a junior or a senior. But he left school early, I think, to sign with Buffalo, similarly to Smith. And I think Ogilvy should get some, maybe two, two or three games at the end of the season if they're out of it, similarly to Smith. Uh, two years ago. Now, what's the status with Borgen? Is he still rather. was he sent down yet or no? No, he played. Good. He Good. played last night, but I'm assuming this is probably a bad time to record because they're they're probably going to make roster cuts today, mm-hmm. and they're going to probably trim the roster down either today or tomorrow. I would assume Borgen is going to be one of the first That's, to get sent down. He will be. It says good things about him that he he made it this far. Mm-hmm. I'd say so, and I've, I've I've loved what I've seen from him. He's been playing with Darlene a lot. Yeah, from what I've seen, so he they played they match well with him in the prospect camp. Borgen's gonna be a player. Yeah, I think I so. do believe so. He's not a guy that really will stand out to you, but he's really sound defensively. Yeah, he didn't physical. make. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Right, he's, I like him. Yeah, he. Uh, that was he, a nice find, fourth round pick. It was. He did not make uh, really any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you know he's... about uh, his scar? No. He's got a scar on his neck. He got uh, his neck cut with a skate. Ooh, yeah. When? Pretty bizarre. I don't know when, but it was a while ago. Oh, my laptop is low on battery. That's nice. Uh-oh. Did you share this with me? Uh, no, okay. I did not. Oh, okay. Well, do that. Um, You can touch on Justin Bailey. Yeah. Go get so, folks. Oh, and by the way, uh, I, I did some research here. The only NHL team without a mascot is the Rangers. Mm, okay. So there's that. Uh, what would the Rangers even have for a mascot? Like a park ranger. A guy in a blue shirt. That's not a mascot. Like, you can't have a park ranger as a mascot. I digress. Uh, so, as for Justin Bailey and Nick Baptiste to a lesser extent too, because I've seen he's guilty of this as well. But Justin Bailey's 
my 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 object of contempt at the moment. He does this thing, and he's all he's done it forever now, where he's coming in. He might be one on one of the defender, and granted, there's nothing much you can do when you know you're kind of like that. Maybe just you know dump the puck in or something. I don't know. You're one on one of the guy, but he he does this thing where he will chip the puck past the defender and try and use his speed to get around it, and he just gets shut down. Every time he tries this, and I am so sick of it's seeing a junior it. move. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, listen, Justin Bailey is not good enough to keep doing this. He's not a good enough player to just think that he will beat his man every time he does this. He's giving the puck to the other team. Because what he does, he chips it in, the defender gets a glove up, stuffs it in his chest, and then a teammate, I might even block the mic from there, then a teammate for him will come up and take the puck away for his team. It's... I, it's all the time. He did it like three times against Columbus. I think it's over for him. I hope so. It's over. He's not going to claim. I think a lot of people are worried that these guys are going to claim down waivers. He's old. How old is Justin Bailey now? 22, 23? 23. Like, he's not a prospect anymore. He's, he's a professional not, player. Yes. He's been in the organization for six, seven years now. It's been a long time. He needs to. It's do or die for him and Baptiste. Mm-hmm. Both of them. And I I give the edge to Baptiste. Uh, we did I did some polls on the Charging Buffalo Instagram last night, and more people think that Bailey's going to make the roster. I don't know if it's the Buffalo native bias or anything, but Baptiste is able to adjust to a bottom six role where he would be if he makes this team. Justin Bailey can't be a bottom six player in the no. NHL. I don't I just don't see it. He's only going to succeed if he is on a cup of coffee in the top six. I don't think he's smart enough. He, yeah, he's not he's smart. Not smart. That's number one. He every time he's been on a call up, he's been good at the beginning, and then gets comfortable, and then he doesn't do anything. He's invisible. Mm-hmm. I remember his first game against the Flyers; he was the best one on the ice. He sco- scored against the Canucks last year. I remember that. Mm-hmm. He's he's been up and down, but. I hope he proves he's me just wrong. not good enough. He's just not good enough mm-hmm. for the NHL, and it's a shame because he was a second round pick. Yeah, and you would expect your second round pick to at least be able to be a bottom six NHL player, and he might not even be that. Mm-hmm. He might just be a really good American League player. That's it, right? Yeah, I think Baptiste. I'd give him the edge. We're gonna go over the results of those polls in a little bit, but that's just something that's been irking me, and I I had to get it out there because I I realized it, and I was like. What are you doing? I was I was saying to myself, I'd seen it one too many times. <sighs> okay, rant over. Another roster move. This happened a few hours after we recorded last week's podcast. But Vaslav Karabachek was put on unconditional waivers, cl- uh, cleared unconditional waivers, and was bought out by the Buffalo Sabers, and he is off to the Czech Republic. I want to know, like, who has this meeting with him, or do they just give him a phone call? <laughs> well, they didn't even invite him. To, they didn't invite him to development camp. Right. They didn't even invite him to training camp. That's sad. It, was he really that bad? He's like, not good. He's not a good player. He was always. He always stood out to me at development camp, especially the first few years that he was in the organization. But he was just couldn't get it together in junior. He was invited to be on the Czech World Junior Team, but. He, like, got cut for sleeping in. Like, mm. what's wrong with you, man? Mm, it's the, what a bad pick. It's and the problem with those Slavic players. 
the the 2014 draft was weak overall. There are really good players in the first round, all throughout the first round, actually. And then there's, like, a few players in the second round, and then you got Braden Point in the third round. Then you got your like, Andre Kasha's in the seventh round, and there's some uh, Arvidsson in the fifth or sixth round. But for the most part, this draft was very weak. I'm not going to... I'm not going to crucify Tim Murray for picking these guys because, remember, he still had Darcy Regeer's staff because he was hired midseason in 2014. So, of course, you pick two bums. Yeah, three, a lot of bums in the 2014 draft. Sam Reinhart and Victor Olofsson are the only players that still have a little bit of promise. But, yeah, it's, it's looking rough for that draft. And we're getting close to these guys need to start contributing too. Mm-hmm. 2014 draft. These guys have been in the organization for five years, and some some of the college players. I know Chris Brown. I don't know if he's even in the organization anymore. Max Willman. I know Max he's Willman. gone. But yeah, who were who were some of the guys? Eric Cornell, who got sent down yesterday uh, a few days ago. What are you? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be anything? I don't know. Probably, Probably not. Definitely not. He he was a really good junior player, Peterborough, but he just has not gotten it together in the American League. I I kind of like him. I he's he's okay, but I just don't see him as an NHL player. No. And it happens not everyone is bound to succeed, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, and there's players and I, I would teams. bring this up with Cliff Poo sometimes. Like mm-hmm. Cornell, he had 90 points in junior. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything in the AHL. But I don't know if Cliff Poo is going to be able to translate to the AHL. I'm not just saying this cuz they traded him, but I was saying this before. I I don't know. There's always going to be those guys in junior that just can't adjust to the pro game. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, you look at other teams, too, and it, it happens everybody. It happens everywhere, yeah. yes. Yeah. Every team has busts, not just Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a shame. Vasilev Karabacek didn't work out, but... We were excited about him, yeah. I remember. Right? Vasilev Karabacek. I remember when we first started. When we first started. When we first started this... It was the whole debacle of are they going to sign this guy? Mm-hmm. They should sign him. He's a second round pick. Shouldn't just that's poor asset management. But a few years later, he is still indeed a bum and is off to the Czech Republic. Maybe he maybe he'll actually play over there. Maybe he will. Who knows? Yes, but another fellow 2014 draft bust, Bryson Martin, was not invited to development camp and was not invited to Sabres camp as well. And I was thinking, are they going to? buy this guy out as well, and they didn't. He is just off to the main Mariners to play in the ECHL. Did new, a new ECHL Did team. Bryson Martin ever play for the Sabres on no, a call-up? Okay, no, I'm, I'm no. thinking of uh, Austin. What was his name? Brady Austin? Brady Austin, yeah. yes. He played at the end of the 2017 season, yep. and at Tim Murray's final press conference, he pumped him up, and then the Sabres didn't even sign him. I, I remember, remember he that. was real slow and yeah, because they had that lot of injuries right mm-hmm. at the end. They had nobody, so they brought Brady Austin. Wow, those times. Just remember, yeah, Bryson Martin. I believe he's on the final year of his deal. They're not going to sign him. I'm surprised they didn't mutually terminate his contract like they did with Karabachuk. Mm-hmm. I remember, I've told this story a couple times. I was in the bathroom when Bryson Martin was picked. And at the time, I, I'm not just saying... I'm not saying this because Brayden Point's good now, but I was really big on Brayden Point. Really, really big. I thought he was a first, second, third round talent. Mm-hmm. But he was first, second round talent. He was picked in the third or fourth round. 
and I got out of the bathroom and my gra- I'm watching the draft. My grandpa and he's telling me they they drafted Brandon something. I'm like, oh my god, did they draft Braden Point? And, but no, it was Bryson Martin. Yeah. And he, I remember that draft. He was talking about how he wasn't consistent enough. I'm like, what the heck? We, this guy got drafted. Mm-hmm. He was a former top five pick in the WHL draft. If my memory serves me correct. So now he's in the ECHL. Back in the ECHL, not even in the Sabres organization. So mm-hmm. I, there's one thing that I love about this regime. They're not afraid to just cast the guy yeah, off. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're really, not afraid. They're purging all the. All the bums. All the bums, yeah. I like it because how many guys have they just cast it off to the side? Look at Hunwick. He's already cast it off to the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Molson, they sent him off to Ontario. What Botch- does that say about Matt Molson? They don't even want him around their younger players. That's funny. Bottrell's ruthless. Yeah. That's what it means. I like it. He's serious. Mm-hmm. He's serious, that means. He's serious about turning this thing around and getting rid of these guys. Yeah. Okay, and then the Sabres, they play tomorrow night. And in Oshawa to face the New York Islanders. I, I wonder what the occasion Oshawa, but, yeah. uh, And it's not on TV as well. Yes, it is 2018, and preseason games are not on TV. So I don't get it. Interesting. But G- Brian Gianta calls it a career. I talked to him at the Prospects Challenge. I think it was the Bruins game. We were waiting for the elevator together. I'm asking him what he's up to, and he's like, oh, I'm retiring. So oh. maybe I was one of the first to know. You probably were. I never broke the news because I didn't. I he kind of was like kind of had a joking, mm-hmm. joking tone in his voice. Was he cool but, though? Yeah, very cool. nice guy. Cool. Very nice. Good. Said he was coaching his kids. Nice. I don't know if he's still because I thought it was interesting that he was in Buffalo. I he was, was at development camp. I was, was under the impression that he was living in Rochester, but mm-hmm. but yeah. No, I believe he owns taking, a house here. Taking a small role in the Sabres organization, he mentioned in his presser that he's going to be working with the kids. So good player development. He's good, good to bring him he's along. He's the kind of player you want mm-hmm. in uh, his player development department. Yeah, I'd you say. want to keep these guys around. He's a, he's a role model of a player. He's exactly, just, he's the model player. People never understood why he was the captain. This guy, he's deserved, a leader. Yeah, he's a leader. He's won the Stanley Cup. Been around for what sixteen years? Where do you think he ranks amongst the pantheon of guys who are Hall of Fame eligible? Mm. You don't think he gets no, in? No, he's not a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of very good or Hall of good. Yeah, Hall of good. He was very good for a while. Yeah, he, he was forty goal scorer. Entered pretty much broke into the NHL out of the lockout when they transitioned to speed and skill. He was their team. He was the, he was the Devils for mm-hmm. a bit there. And I remember hearing that Gianta wanted to come here when he was a free agent mm-hmm. in 2009, but yeah. Darcy didn't want him, and he went to sign Montreal. Well, Just yep. think, Gianta with those 2010 and 11 teams, maybe they a little get more out leadership. First, maybe they get out of the first round. It would have been great to have a guy like Gianta against that Bruins team. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it was close. Those two, se- both series were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, Van Vanek got hurt in the 2010 playoffs. So did oh Ellis. I remember Johnny Boychuk. I hate him. I hate him to this day for yeah. hurting Thomas Vanek in that the Bruins. Series. I feel like the Bruins kind of dominate us in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miroslav Shatan. Shatan. Shatan came back. The mid-season signing after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They signed him just to humiliate us, pretty much. Oh, in the end. Oh, the memories. Yeah. Oh, the memories. Okay, and then. 
I want to talk about this last week, but we forgot to mention it. The goal song. They still have Let Me Clear My Throat is the goal song, but they decided to do some different ones at development at uh, the Prospects Challenge, and one that really stuck with me was Stone Cold Steve Austin's <laughs> yes. theme music. And it was... It got you hyped up. Yeah. It got the you hyped glass up. glass shattering? Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Victor that, Olofsson just snipes one. When glass that glass shatters, shatters, you know it's about to hit the fan. I think that was good. <laughs> I don't know if, like, legal reasons they can't use it, but use that oh, song. Oh, no, no. Uh, the blues use wrestling music all the time. When there's fights, they use it just during stoppages in play. So it's it's pretty much the same as any other kind of music, I presume. Okay. Uh, but... Yeah, abs- let's go with something fun like that. I I don't really get it as a goal song, but I think some of it might have to do with maybe the players just uh, had players. Some yeah, players are like, yeah, let's use this. Yeah, let's use that. It's that's a meme. Yeah, I don't. The here we go now is losing its novelty. With yeah, me. it the I, honeymoon period is over. It ended a long and time ago. Mainly but. because they've been mediocre to horrifically bad. Mm-hmm. Whenever <laughs> let me had clear it, my so. throat, Mark. Let me vomit. <laughs> Let me but clear my stomach. They, it doesn't play very often because they don't score goals. So nope. hopefully that changes this mm-hmm. season. But I'd like to see see some change. You don't have to be married to the goal song. No, you can change it every no. year for all for all I care. I don't, it's I don't care. It's it's worn off. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the novelty is certainly worn off. Yep, definitely. Okay, this next one. Bubble guys. It says bubble guys. I, for I was trying to process it like. Bubble hockey? <laughs> I get the no, guys, guys in bubble, in the bubble. I know, I know, bubble. I know. But it took me a minute there. I'm an idiot. Okay, so I, like I mentioned earlier, put some polls up on the Charging Buffalo Instagram stories and asking what you people think about some of these fringe NHL guys that are on the bubble, if they'll make the team. So as Alex Nylander will make the team. Wow, eighty-seven percent say yes, thirteen percent say no. What do you What do you say? Oh, absolutely, he should be on mm-hmm. the team. Absolutely, he scored a goal yesterday. Yep. he's been very good. He what is how many points? I think he's point per game. He had a goal and then an is assist. Is he really an assist the game before, and he had two assists in the first game? So that's right. He has four points in five games. Yes, the Sabers are two and three in preseason now. Right? Could, uh, no, we've lost four in a row. Four. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Jeez. two and four, we must be. It's ugly. Yes, please put Nylander on the team. I want him here so bad. He's been good. He, he deserves. Has. He deserves to make it. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about gifting him a spot earlier, even if he was just okay. But he's, he's earned it. Yeah, he's earned it. He's absolutely the points, earned it. The, the points are there, and I haven't been able to watch all the games, but when I've seen him, he was good. Mm-hmm. He's back checking for yeah. once. He's playing with passion. His, his hockey sense is good. His passing is good. I like it. Put I him, feel like... Put him on the team, play him with Berglund or Sabotka, Sabotka, whatever, however you pronounce it. But, yeah, I want to see him. I feel like you got to put him in the lineup so he keeps us up. Because I think if you send him down to the AHL... It, it might ruin his confidence. He'll be dejected, and he won't be trying nearly as hard anymore because he's going to be waiting for next preseason when he has another keep chance. Keep in mind, when you're 20... Mm-hmm. 21, this is the time you should be breaking into the NHL anyways, yeah. Like regardless if you're a eighth overall pick or not. I, Usually a top 10, like later top 10, 15 picks, they take a while. Mm-hmm. Like look at Michael McLeod in New Jersey. He hasn't broken in yet. I wonder if Devils fans are crucifying that guy. Probably not because usually it doesn't take that. It takes – lately it's been 
a quicker process for younger players to break into the league. But it's not unusual for an eighth overall pick to take a couple of seasons to make the NHL. Yeah, he had his struggles. Did they rush him into the AHL? Yeah, they probably should have, hindsight, go back to Sweden, go play for Rogola, and then see what happens. But he was rushed into the AHL a little too early, and last season, that groin injury set him back, and nobody remembers that. So, I mean, with Connor Sherry, in all likelihood, won't be available the first game of the season. So, what what what's it to us to put in Nylander? Why? How how can that hurt? I think regardless of Sherry being in the lineup or not, right? But yeah. even if uh, he's not in the plans, why not have him play a few games this exactly. year? What what's gonna what will hurt? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What what will hurt? Because he has looked good, especially alongside of Berglund or Sabotka. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch him yesterday because the game wasn't on TV. But with Sabotka, Paul Hamilton was saying they were really good together, and he prefers that he's with him. I liked him with Berglund a lot in the couple games that I saw. So mm-hmm. put him with one of those two guys, and I think he'll do well. Yeah. Next guy, D- Justin <laughs> Bailey. I'm gonna say no. What do you no. say? No. say Justin Bailey will be placed on waivers. 25% of the vote say he will be there. Okay, we actually have the numbers here. For Nylander, oh, sorry, one second. Nylander, 1,121 voted yes, 165 said no. For Bailey, 310 said yes, 944 said no. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah, Justin Bailey, I don't think he's going to make the team. And we, we talked about him a little earlier, but... On to the next one. Nick Baptiste, 22% say yes, 78% say no. What do you say? No. Yep, I'm going to also say There's no. There's no room. More of a chance in Bailey, and I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because people tend to gravitate more towards Bailey, especially on social media, but mm-hmm. Baptiste has a better shot than Bailey because just because he was able to adjust to the role he would be playing in. Because mm-hmm. can you imagine Justin Bailey on the fourth line? No, absolutely not. No. Baptiste can play on the fourth line. I think he could. 270 voting yes for Baptiste. 973 voting no. Next one, Brendan Gooley, right at 50-50. 50-50, what do you say? I don't think he makes a team. I don't think he will either. He's not. Ha- he has not. He has had. No. He was not good in the AHL playoffs by mm-hmm. all accounts. I couldn't watch, but... He was okay in his time in Buffalo last year. I remember I wanted this guy to stay in Rochester all season last year, and they brought him up quite a bit. He play, How many games did he play up here? At least 10. He played a few. They should have just kept him down there. Why ruin the guy's confidence? I'm, I'm not saying they ruined his confidence. It could have happened, but when he went back down to Rochester, he was never the same because he was really good in Rochester in the beginning of the season. And he was... I didn't notice him at all in the Prospects Challenge, and he's been eh, not too good in preseason. So put him down Rochester, see if he can build that confidence up and bring him up. I would urge everybody not to I'm not saying, yeah, don't overreact by this. I'm not saying he's a bust or anything, but he's, what, 21, 22? Mm-hmm. There's still time. There's still yeah. time for Gooley, but... What once people thought this guy was going to be an elite, potentially elite defenseman, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. Gooley's ceiling is more of a second, third pair guy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's a late second round pick. Mm-hmm. That's what he's supposed to be. Exactly. 627 voting yes, 628 voting for no. Wow. For 
Yeah, pretty much dead even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next guy, Lawrence Pilot. What do you say? No, I, I I love the guy. I think he's looked great, but he's he's not gonna. He deserves it. He does. He deserves but... it. I'm gonna say Lawrence Pilot makes the team. Ooh, yes. Okay. Forty five percent of the vote says yes. Fifty five percent says no. I hope he does. Five hundred fifty two voting yes. Six hundred seventy nine voting no. I think he will make the team. He has been good. I know the plan is for him to start in Rochester, but he's been so good to the point where he was the best player on the ice in the second Toronto game. Oh, yeah, it was a Saturday game. He absolutely was. He, he was, was the best incredible. player on the ice. He was great. So, yes, I think he will make the team. Zemis Gergensens, you think he'll make the team? Yes. I think he will too, but mm-hmm. should he? Absolutely not. He <laughs> has been – how long has he been a disappointment? Years. Since the Eichel – Four it's years. Four years now. It's been four years. This guy's been a disappointment. They should have traded him when he's value when he still held value for like a third round pick. Mm. You can't he could, might even pass through waivers now. You never even know. Uh I think yeah, he'll make the team. Should I don't know if he'll be playing, but sixty seven percent says yes, thirty three percent say no. And the official numbers there, eight hundred and eighteen voting yes, four hundred and one voting no. So yeah, Gergensen's Get out of here, man. Just get he, out of here. I think it's too – I just think he's he's been around too long to just be waived. Mm-hmm. I'll believe when I see it pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Johan Larson, do you think he'll make the team? Unfortunately, yes. Yes. I think I think he'll make the team as well, but I would like to see him loaned out to Sweden. Because in this organization, NHL experience is too valuable mm-hmm. at the moment. I think mm-hmm. that if – because, as we mentioned earlier, the Sabres don't care. Mm-hmm. This regime has shown that if you're not good enough, we're going to get you out of here. So, maybe... Because I just can't see Larson playing in Rochester. I don't... I, I, I he His attitude, to me, shows that he wouldn't even report. Mm-hmm. I think they would loan him out to Sweden or loan him out to... Or try and make a trade. Mm-hmm. Or, like, trade him... I don't know to some team for, like, a conditional draft pick, like a conditional seventh-round pick, right? if that even happens. So, And Larson was hurt yesterday. We don't even know if he'll be ready for the season. I haven't seen any injury update where they go under the severity of his injury. But, yeah, 29% say that Larson will make the team. 71% say no. Larson has become the beating boy of Sabres Twitter and everything. So I'm not surprised that it's so heavily... No, but this guy has an NHL contract. It's more likely than not that he'll be on Buffalo. Tage Thompson, obvious yes. 94% yes. of the vote says yes. 6% say no. There's still some non-believers out there in Tage Thompson. He's earned it. I thought he had it anyway when he was acquired, mm-hmm. but he's he's, he's, he's shown. He's, he's shown. shown why he deserves it during this preseason. I think he's going to surprise people. Mm-hmm. I hope he does. Don't be surprised this guy nets 15-20 goals. Is his shot... Is just impressive. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say. Skating's about it. impressive. Yes, and he's not. We, we mention this all the time, but he's not that typical six six. No, he carries his size really well. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna go in the corner and run run a guy. He's, right. He's, I'm not gonna call him a gentle giant, but <laughs> he is not a physical player that the suburban hockey dads are gonna gravitate towards. Correct. Correct. So only 79 people voting no. So that's interesting. Nathan Beaulieu, what do you think? Yes, 
he as an extra. He won't be playing every night, probably, most likely. If but... Pilot or Gooley make the team, Bolu is sitting in the press box. If neither of them make the team, Bolu is playing. I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep all of the guys that have to pass through waivers and send both Pilot and Gooley down. That wouldn't surprise me at all. You keep Scandella, Ristolainen, and Darlene, McCabe, Bolu, Nelson, and I'm missing a guy. Bogosian. Now, I think Bolu makes the team, but it doesn't... He had a goal in the first preseason game as well against it, Columbus. It doesn't help not getting rid of the guys who were the problem last year anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think he can bounce back. We went over his production in Montreal mm-hmm. last episode, and he had almost 30 points. I we think know he has it in him. He put him with the right... Put him with Nelson. I think he'll do good. Mm-hmm. Or even with, nah, I don't even want to see him. I can't picture him with Darlene. Maybe, mm, I don't know. I think put Bolu with Nelson, they might do good. Mm-hmm. And 57% say Bolu will make the team. 43% say no. 690 voting for yes. 530 for no. Next guy, Evan Rodriguez. No. Really? I don't think so. Wow. I don't think he's looked that good. I think, mm, I, haven't, I, haven't been, I haven't seen him in preseason yet, but... From last season, he was really good. And I think he has to go through waivers, so I think he would get claimed. I don't know. I just can't picture him going down to Rochester. Well, now that that's thrown in. I just... I'll check. I'll check to see if he has to. Obviously I'm pretty he, sure he, he has to go through waivers. He's looked good in real past NHL games, so that's working towards his advantage. But uh, if we're basing this strictly on this preseason... And his performance there and in camp, then I would say no. But this regime does seem to like him, of course. Eighty-one percent say that he should make the team. I know in my 19. heart he's a good player. Of course, I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. Rodriguez. But I didn't uh, put it on here. But Scott Wilson. Ooh, you know what? I don't know. That's I don't think so. It's gonna be tough because especially if Gergensen's and Larson aren't in the lineup, they're gonna be the extra forwards. Right. So is Wilson in the lineup or out of it? I, and I think Wilson might get claimed. I'm not sure. I think he could too. He's a useful, very useful uh, bottom six guy. Yeah. Uh, Rodriguez. Evan Rodriguez. Evan Rodriguez. Has to go through waivers. Okay. Yes. So that's that puts a wrinkle into the, that decision for sure. It does. I think it does. He, I think he will make a team though. But I'm not sure if he is going to be playing. That's that'll be a real question. That's a good point. Too. Scott Wilson, I think, makes the team as well. He'll be on the fourth line or in the press box. I I, I hope he does because I I can't see him in the American League. Quite yeah, frankly. I, yeah, he he's an NHL guy. He is for sure. Uh, and then last but not least, Casey Nelson. Oh man, yes. It's going to be close, but it will be. I think he'll get waived. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, really? Just because I think Lawrence Pilot's going to make the team. If Pilot doesn't make the team, Nelson makes the team. Like I said earlier, Pilot and Gooley, they can go. Up, up, they can both go down to Rochester without waivers. And I don't think Nelson would get claimed. I think we said I said that last episode. But yeah, he's not a big enough name, and I don't think like it's the Buffalo Sabers defense. It's the Sabers defense. We're, the defense is still not that great. I don't think he'd be able. Nobody's gonna claim him and stick him in their AHL system. I just, I just don't see it. 
they're only going to, like, maybe Ottawa puts in a claim for him, but I doubt it. I highly doubt that Ottawa's going to put in a claim for anybody, honestly, but because <laughs> they're just that dumb. Yeah. Melon's like, oh, we don't want to add 600000 on the payroll. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah, Nelson makes the team for you? I think so. 53% say that he does, 47% say no, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, he'll be an extra guy. Mm-hmm. What about Asplund? Asplund's still sticking around. Asplund and Olipson. I don't think Asplund will make it. Yeah, I don't think so yeah. either. But that'd be nice. I think we're I think sh- I think he could hold his own. We're trying to get as many looks out of him as uh, we can, I believe. And I wouldn't read too much into the guys that were already sent down because it was just people from that group that were sent down. If those guys were playing in the game yesterday, uh, like Asplund, Olafson, those guys would have been sent down. Borgen as well, mm-hmm. Gooley. Yeah, but it's almost nine o'clock. We're not going to be seeing any roster moves for a little bit. I'm well. I'll tweet about some of the roster moves as well. Some of the guys that got sent down, but of course, it's not going to be included in this podcast. So we apologize. Right now is the only time we're able to record at the same indeed, time together. Indeed. Uh, next thing I want to talk about: Casey Middlestat and Brennan Gooley's struggles. We've talked about Brennan Gooley's struggles for a little bit, but Casey Middlestat has not been good in prospects camp, prospects challenge, or the preseason. So, what do you think? I. It's been noticeable. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done a whole lot. Anything, really. Nothing, really. He hasn't really had the puck. Uh, he's been getting beaten. He's slow. Yeah. He's looked slow. Yes. He has. And I'm not I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I think him putting on that extra muscle in the offseason and throughout last season has affected his speed. Right. And I think that can be corrected. But... Uh, it sucks. I, I was really hoping that he was yeah. going to wow us, and you want there's, to see there's more. doubt in my mind now. But I'm still I'm still very high on Middlestad. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. There's but doubt you in can't my mind help now. it if you're thinking otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know you can't help it. Maybe put him on the win. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know who on charging Buffalo account tweeted that out yesterday. But I've been thinking about that for a while. Yeah. I never saw Middlestad as a center until Elliot Friedman said on the Thirty One Thoughts podcast that the Sabres see him as a center. I always envisioned him on Eichel's wing sometime, sometime down the road. And they have the center depth to put him on the wing now. He might, and again, someone, I don't know who else was doing the tour yesterday, said he might be struggling with keeping up with elite-level talent. And so skating. maybe you got to mm-hmm. put him on the third line. Yeah. And he's, he's the matchup, because his, defensively he's not good. I, I saw wasn't back-checking in that Toronto game. They gave up that early goal. But... Maybe insulate him a little bit because I thought for sure he was going to be able to handle the second line minutes, and I'm not so sure about that now. What scares me is, or what's frustrating too, is that this organization has been so hesitant to play guys at positions other than what they're listed at mm-hmm. on the lineup. So I, I, I don't see them doing that either because it's so they can afford to put him on the wing. They can, they, but you, you have centers, Eichel. Uh, Sabotka, Berglund, Johan Larson, Zemis Gergensens, Asplund can come up mm-hmm. and play center. I think he's good enough defensively. It's just, I mean, it took forever to put Reinhardt at center. So and I that think, didn't work out. Yeah, so I think we're we're gonna try and he was push center. the button, if you will. He was. I think he was playing center at the World Juniors. I'm almost positive. But remember, Reinhardt played center at the World Juniors as well, and he was one of the two best players in that tournament. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't read too much into that. But I think 
I, I see him more as a winger than a center. I've mm-hmm. just never really seen it. I prefer him at the wing, but the Sabres see him as a centerman, so I wonder if it's going to work out. But I Plus, don't know. on the wing, you're naturally using your offensive skill set more so than mm-hmm. being a center. And as a center, you need to at least be really good defensively, and that's probably mm-hmm. one of the weaknesses of yeah. this game. Yeah, so, I never thought of him much as a defender at all, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, so uh, he's going to make the team. Middlestad's mm-hmm. going to make the team, but yeah. maybe putting him at the wing to start wouldn't be a bad thing. Right. I, he'll be at the wing sometime this season. They're not going to stick him at center all throughout the year, especially if he's struggling. I mean, he did good last season. Yeah, so he, he was what, five points in six yeah, games. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say what happened, but mm-hmm. could just be having a rough preseason. Yeah, but that still it remains to be seen. Okay, we'll answer a few questions. Haven't gone through any of these yet, but one second for me to pull them up. Yes, yes, yes. Um. I'm trying to think if there's any other points I want to talk about here. Um, if I woke up bitter or not about anything. I have been lately. Real uh, weird change of attitude, but... Okay, uh, ready for questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How are you feeling about the Bills game this Sunday? Very good. I think we can pull it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is borderline crippled. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's a, a, terrible what they're doing to him forcing him to go out there with probably a partially torn knee in some spot because there's no way the man is healthy and he's not going to carry the Packers very far they're already what uh one and two they might be or they two and one or something like that they have a loss uh they lost the Redskins but I think that it's going to reflect more on the Packers that they're forcing him to do this and the Bills have a shot with that pass rush. Yeah, I think they have a shot. Mm-hmm. If they can beat the Vikings, they can beat anyone. Absolutely, honestly. But mm-hmm. Josh Allen, this how did where is Josh Allen rank in the Sweet Boy rankings? Oh dear, Buffalo God. Sports. Uh, He's got to be up there. Well, for me, it goes. I think Allen's my number one. It goes Jack Eichel, and then it goes uh, probably Josh Allen. Allen's my number one. I think, yeah, I love Josh Allen. Yeah. I got two of his jerseys. Really? Yes, I oh got both of them. I hopped God. on the bandwagon early. <laughs> Gotta get the color rush. I was a believer. Yeah. I have a Tyrod Taylor color rush jersey. I got it for twenty bucks. It's, it's an authentic. Well, that's a good deal. Yeah. But next question: What player changed your opinion about them the most during preseason? Nylander. I mean, that's the easy answer. So let me think of a. Let me think of a different one. Vladimir Sabotka. Mm-hmm. I hadn't known he was a fast player like that. I always thought he was a big, powerful guy, but no, he is fast. He's He's good. I like me some Vlad Zabotka. I'm going to go with Lawrence Pilot. Yeah. Just you, because I, I liked him, but mm-hmm. I didn't know he was this good. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, he's aggressive. He's an aggressive defender. Yes, he's very good. Smart, smooth, yes. decisive, everything. He's really good. He, he really does give it his all on every play. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't take a shift off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would I would have said Zabotka, too, but... Mm-hmm. Berglund as well. but Actually, Berglund, too. I didn't think he was going to be that good. I, of course, don't sleep on Patrick Berglund, but I, I say this all the time, but I didn't think he was going to be this good. This, I think I, the, these guys are going to surprise people. These guys that we acquired from the Blues. Yeah. Sabotka, Berglund, and Thompson are going to be able to make an impact on this team. Hey, we're, we're scoring goals, apparently, so. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see if that translates. Uh, how many have we scored, actually? Uh, it actually feels like we've had quite a bit of two-goal games. Yeah. I really like that, <laughs> actually. Let me think about it. Uh, what prospect has impressed you the most so far? Oh, baby. Uh, uh, you can count prospects challenge into this as well, I would assume. I got to go... I have a few. Does Allmark count? Allmark is not a prospect. Ah, okay. It's 25. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Same thing for Allmark. It's do or die for this guy. He needs to show that he's well, got he hasn't promise Well, he hasn't had a chance. He's 25. But he hasn't has a, had a chance he's to got, start. This year is huge. If he, if it is, yeah. If he's got a 907 save percentage this year, it's time to start looking elsewhere. Now, I'm if not he, If he can't Allmark. challenge... I, I'm... Con- He's 25. This is the age where it's do or die for him, too. Because this year, if he can't even challenge Hutton for that starting job, I think he could. I think he could. He can. He's had kind of on and off preseason as well, but he's been uh, with the the worse, the lesser groups. So right. He's got to at least challenge Hutton. He was incredible against Toronto, though. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, he was great good. goaltending play. Now, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, what prospect impressed you the most so far? I have a few. Um, Tate Thompson, number one. Yes, Thompson, number one for me. And number two, Lawrence Pilot. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, should we transition middle stat to the wing? We talked about that. Uh, we offer sheet William Nylander. We can't. We, we don't can't. have a second or a third round pick. Right. It's that we don't we don't own our third round pick. Correct? We don't own it's, our third round yeah. pick, and we don't have a second round pick. Yeah. A third round pick could go to the only possible way you could offer Sheet William Nylander is if you do the four first round picks, and you're not doing that. No. Now, I think who should do it is the Islanders. Yes. Just go full petty on. I if I'm the Islanders, you offer Sheet Marner or Matthews next Mm -hmm. year. Oh man. Because. You would be giving up your first round pick this year, and it looks like Lou Lamorello is. Why don't they offer sheet? Kind of doing a stealthish tank here. Offer sheet Matthews for eleven million. I would, I would go more. I if you I'm the more? Islanders, you because you can afford you Barzell. Hit him, you hit him with thirteen million. I still think Barzell no. might be eight to nine million. I think Lou Lamorello should offer sheet Austin Matthews for fourteen million because yeah. that will because that's that will at least. Make the Leafs think about it. Mm-hmm. And the Leafs cannot definitely... I don't think they could afford it. No. I don't think they could. And then I think they're... Matthews probably won't even get to that stage. But give give Mitch Marner $11 million. I really... See if, see if they'll flinch. I really wish there was more sour grapes in the NHL. I yes, wish teams Lou, took more. Do you think Lou Lamorell's got sour grapes? Absolutely. Absolutely. He got... He got fired. <laughs> he got his best player stolen from him and his yeah. new job. Strike back, Lou. Mm-hmm. Fire some shots back. Yeah, because you're going to have a high pick this year. Yeah. I want to see give, vengeance. Go give Mitch Marner $11 million. See if the Leafs flinch. If you're not trying to pick the best players off the Leafs, what are you doing? Like, strike yeah. back. Give he him a shot. stole Leo Komarov. <laughs> oh, yeah. He stole Leo Komarov. <laughs> Absolutely. And Matt Martin. <laughs> no, he traded for Matt Martin. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. That's interesting. I want to see. I'm, them. I'm excited to see what happens. I, I want to see the Islanders. Fight I think back. the Islanders are gonna. They're gonna do something. They're gonna do something. If you can pick an old Sabres jersey to be be brought back, what would it be? I'm not gonna say royal blue because that's the obvious answer, but I'm gonna go with the red butter knives. 
I would say the white goat. The white goat. Yeah. It would be so... I was thinking about this on the drive-in. Mm-hmm. It would be so Sabres to bring back the goat head before Royal Blue. Yeah. It would be so Sabres if they actually brought they, the goat head. You know what? It's bound to be Royal used Blue. eventually. It'll be used Because there's so much money to be my, made. My thing is 50th anniversary. You make Royal Blue and white the home and away. You bring in a new third jersey, something new, and then you wear everything once. Mm-hmm. Everything. Wear the goat, wear the butter knives, wear the slug, wear the turd burger, everything. Honor your history yeah. for the 50th year anniversary. And it's a common misconception here. The Sabres' 50th anniversary is not next year. It's two years away. Right. It's 2020-2021. Uh, that is the... 50th year anniversary because their inaugural season was 70-71. I forget which team did this though. It might have been the Rangers with their 95th anniversary. They celebrate it like the year so our equivalent would be the year it turned into 1970. So that's why people say... But the 40th year oh, anniversary, wait. they did 10-11. So I would assume that that's true. they will be celebrating 2020-2021. There are Same ownership. There are teams though who have contradicted that. I, yeah. I forget who though, but... um. I don't know if we go down that path. If we do they're celebrating show, the 50th year of their inaugural season, it is 2020-2021. So, if they are we'll see. celebrating 50th year of conception of the team, it is next year. But right. That I don't think that maybe be the case. we carry it. We begin it in the second half of next season. Hmm. And carry into the first. That's half of The following season, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I can see that. The NHL did with the Centennial. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this will be the last one. Since Jared is officially with the Sabres, is he done with you guys in charging Buffalo? He's not. He's not. He's not. Jared is still with us. He, uh, There's some restrictions on what he can and can't do, mm-hmm. but uh, he's still alive and well with TCB. He's still one of the boys. Yes, he's still one of the boys. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that is all the questions we got for today. A little over an hour mark, but that's Okay. Uh, if you enjoyed, we'd love to hear your feedback. Of course, follow The Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at The Charging Buff. You can follow me on Twitter at JoeTCBNHL. And you can follow Luke on Twitter as well at LVKETCB. Lots of fires. And we'll be back for you next week. Uh, the, should we go the day of the opener or the day after? Maybe we'll do both. Oh. Should we do both? Maybe two two podcasts next week. A we'll special hit you. Edition. We'll hit you with two. Maybe we'll do two a week. Heck, let's do it. One Thursday, one Friday? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Sure. Yep. So we'll be back next week. All right. Hope maybe two podcasts. Maybe three. <laughs> maybe three. Maybe. Let's do it. We'll so, do it. Yes. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then.